We are in a series um, that is a, a special series for uh, Christmas. And I don't know if you noticed, but we have even more decoration. Uh, it's, it's snowing today. It's a little bit cold inside here. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but we have a little bit more decoration. And le- let, me, let me tell you, I don't know if you caught this, but some of the things, maybe you'll start see it, seeing it, but I don't know if you have uh, seen or read Narnia. And that's some of the feeling that we wanted to get. That's probably why you also see uh, the clothes and you're, you're entering into a world room. And then you have some of the trees, the greens and everything. And then you come into Wonderland. So this is some of the things that we have been doing little by little every Sunday during Christmas. Um, and hopefully you're starting to get it. And some of the things that we're doing as well. So it's, 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 it's been such a, a joy. Um, just to remember also that we have the racks in case you have the coats or you want to donate some of, of that. At the end of the Christmas season, in the last week, we're going to give that to city team. And also we're going to go to some homeless encampments and we're going to give those away. So if you want to donate, uh, that's awesome. You can do that. Um, so so that's, that's, the, that's the feeling that we want to get. That for Christmas, you're not only going to experience, but you get to enter the story of Christmas. And during this series, that's what we want you to feel, that, that for you to know that you're part of the story of Christmas. When Jesus was born, you were in God's mind at that moment. You were part of the story. You still are part of the story. This is not something that we celebrate every year, and then, you know, it, it's like a custom that we think that we do, something that is routine. No, no, no. It has way more meaning that we can understand. We are part of the story. We're part of the celebration. And you get not only to encounter, but also enter in into the story. So that's, um, that's some of the things that, that we've been doing. Now, we have also been doing something very special every Sunday. And for that, I'm going to invite uh, Jen and uh, his, uh, her husband. They're going to come here and we're opening gifts every Sunday. Isn't that amazing? So she's gonna, they're going to help us with that portion right now. <laughs> okay, so growing up, what kid doesn't like gifts? And I was like one of the biggest. I was like, yes, gifts. And I had a long list, the whole ordeal. But in my house, we kept it pretty simple. Um, and I got little gifts from my parents. But the big gift, of course, was left unwrapped by the tree by a very special person. You might know who. Um, uh, but as I've gotten older, I've noticed that one of the things that we enjoy is the gift of quality time. We enjoy relational gifts. So today, we're going to open up a gift. And it's going to have something inside. And we'll see whether it's a tangible gift or a relational gift. So, who are we calling up today? Phil and Mindy, can you come up here, please? Now, I know this might be throwing you off because it's not a kid, but I promise you, they're going to give it all of their exuberance they've got inside of them, aren't you? <laughs> Channel your inner child and rip the package. Not rip it. Just rip it off. That's the best part. Woo! Give them a hand. Come on. Yeah! Rip it off. Rip it off. What's inside there? Oh, it's a gingerbread man. Hmm. What else might be in there? What? Is there something in there? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, here we are. Do you want to read it? <laughs> 
So it's the gift of relationship. This coupon entitles you to a private ballroom dance lesson from the Feldmeyers. <laughs> you can invite your community group as well. So. Uh... <laughs> All right, so the best thing is sharing our gifts, but they can choose to keep it for themselves, so don't think that they're going to share it because they have the option, okay? Yes, yes. Pretty much, pretty much. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Mindy. How about an applause? Well, thank you, guys. So let me tell you a little bit about this um, because this series is also... We're trying, um, we live in a society that is, everything is about money right now. And that's why the relational gifts, that's why everything, the, even, even the sermons, we're, we're doing some of the messages just trying to avoid and, and be victim of that issue. So what we're doing is today the message is give more. And this is for the first time, I don't know if in this church, but for the first time that I've been in a church, we're going to give a gift to all of you that are sitting right now. And uh, we're going to start passing that right now, if you can uh, start doing that. And you are uh, allowed to eat it while the service. So let me give you a hint of the gift. (laughs) This is a little hint. So they're going to start passing around those. And after they finish passing around, then the kids, you want to take the big one? Yes. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) And then we're going to hold it here for the next time. So how about if you give that one to John back there? Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Or to Lucas. Lucas, can you help him? There you go. There you go. Okay, awesome. And now the kids can, after they receive their, their, their cookie or their uh, gingerbread man, uh, you can go ahead and head over to class. So um, make sure you get, you get it first and then you can go in. I know. So <laughs> Let me tell you something that I did last week that... Um, Maybe some of the teachers will appreciate is last week we, we gave some marshmallows to the kids before the class, and they were like crazy. It was <laughs> so the teachers are like, No, do it at the end, not in the beginning. <laughs> it's okay, let me have fun. <laughs> I know, awesome, awesome. So, um, this is this is. I love this, to be able to do all this. Um, the biggest smile that I saw when, when Mindy and Phil received the gift on the dancing um, was from the, her own CG. <laughs> yes. Chuck was like, yes. <laughs> awesome. So, so that, was, that was great. Okay. So today's message um, is going to be... Give more. This Christmas, give more. This is what we have for today. And let me just um, start with this verse, and let me read it to you. It says, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous 
And when we take your gift uh, to those who need them, they will thank God. So right out of the bat, this is, this is what I want to get with you guys, is, is to let you know that we have been blessed so much. This week I've been able to, to reflect on this, on how good God has been to me and my family. And I know it's not only my story, but as, as you start thinking on your story, you'll be able to see the blessings upon blessings that God has given to you and your family. When you start looking around, just, just think about this for a moment. You live in one of the most expensive cities in, in the United States, um, and, and you're here and you're able to make it and God has protected you and God has provided. And, you know, not only financially, but all the blessings that you have with your family, with those around you. And not only that, like, like gifts or, or uh, blessings in your life with family and people, but also spiritually. Just to be able to count with God in your life. Just imagine that for a second. You have a relationship with God. The God that created everything that you can see and the things that you cannot see. I was looking at a, a, a show in Discovery Channel that said that they still today are, are discovering new species of fishes in the ocean. Like imagine that so many years after everything was created and we're still discovering new things. Um, I don't know, I don't know if, if you're into this, but I love this. Uh, just to be able to find out how the body works and, and everything that is required, uh, just you know, in, in the beautiful gift of life, everything that happens just to be able to create another baby and you know, how you see and how you hear and everything, how it's connected in your bodies. It's like if you start looking into that, you, you are amazed on how God has been able to bless you. And I know some of this, uh, some of you, uh, maybe Christmas is a, is a season that is maybe difficult because maybe you have family that is away or you're going through a, a tough situation right now. But let me just tell you this that there is a lot of people that will give everything they have to be able to be on your shoes, even if you're going through a difficult situation. So God has blessed us so much. He has been so good to us, and there is a reason. There is a reason. Look what it says. Let's read it again. It says, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. You know that God wants us to be generous? You know that God wants us? In fact, let, let me show you some, some of the statistics that, that you can find in the, in the Bible. And all this goes to this thought that God has blessed you so you can bless others. God has blessed you so you can bless others. And this is what you can find. If you do a worship search in the Bible, you'll find the word pray 110 times. If you do it on love, you'll find 724, 724. If you do a word search on gift, you find it 2,152. Now, 
I'm not saying, don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that gift is more important than love or to pray. All of those are essentials, okay? But I think God wants to put emphasis and wants to tell you and me that we have to be givers. We have to bless other people. And some of the reasons why he has blessed us is because he wants us to be generous. It's because he has been so good and there is no way to repay him. There is no way to repay him. The only thing that we can do is to be able to show his love that he has with us, the blessings that we have received, to be able to share those with, with in need or, or those that God puts in your heart to bless as well. And remember, I'm not talking only about uh, financial. I'm not talking about only gifts. I'm talking about give. You can give in many different ways. Give is not only a monetary transaction. It's not only about money. You can give words. You can give time. Listen to me, husbands. In this season, give time to your wives. I was able to spend this week such a wonderful time with my wife. We went to Lake Tahoe. And like, like you probably heard me here before say that, me and cold, you know, they, we don't go together. <laughs> um, I suffer when it's, when it's cold. So, so when you go to the snow, um, you know, my wife knows that it's a gift. <laughs> she really knows that, that uh, uh, I'm making an effort. But we had such an amazing time. Um, John recommended recommend us to go to a, a special place. Uh, and we went there and we were like little kids. Um, my two kids are now grown up. They, 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 we went with my wife only, and we were making snow angels in the snow, and it was such a such a blessing. So um, we had such a such a time. But husbands, take opportunity of this time and um, just bless your wife with time. How about wives? You can also bless your husband. Um, you can do it financially. No, just kidding. <laughs> do it with words. Um, how one, do you know that men um, desire that, you, that they're able to know that you really appreciate them? Um, sometimes we don't say that enough. And some of the things, uh, it's, just, it's just words, it's, it's cheap. You don't, you don't need to spend money on this. But it has such an amazing uh, effect on, on the life of each other. How about your kids? This is something that, um, that I, I ran through um, this week, that it says that two out of three young adults feel like no one cares for them. Two out of three right now in this season, two out of three young adults, they feel like no one really cares for them. I know a lot of, a lot of you have uh, kids that are now young adults. And I just love what, um, what the whole family is doing. Every Sunday they meet with young adults. So if you're one of, one of them, please get in contact with Matt and he can give you more information. When do they meet? And they have an awesome time. My, my son was there a couple of uh, weekends ago, and, and he had such, such an amazing time. So thank you, Matt. So anyway, so it, it is important to make somebody feel loved. 
not only just say it, but with actions, with what you do, with your example, so they know that you really love them. How about your little ones? Do you know what is their passion? Do you know what they really like? Maybe your daughter is dying to have uh, or to cook a meal with the, with the dad during this season. How about that challenge? How about you go with your daughter and say, hey, why don't we do a meal together and surprise mom? Or, or how about with the kids? How about instead of just turning the TV or giving the iPad so that they can be entertained with YouTube, how about you put that away, you go down on their level, look at them and start playing with cars or trains or whatever they, they like. Spend time because those are the most valuable gifts that you can give. We have to be generous. And, and that's what God is trying to tell us in his, in his Bible because we have the tendency of not doing this. And I think that's why so many times he says to gift is just to keep reminding us I have been generous. You also are made to be generous. So uh, give. Now, let me just tell you, uh, we have the bulletin. If, in, if you have, you can take notes. Let me give you three quick points that I want to share with you today. The first one is for you to know that give is love in action. Give is love in action. Let me just share this with you. You can give without loving but you cannot love without giving. Let me, let me say it again. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. To be able to love someone requires giving. In the relationships, in everything that you do, even, even, even when you're trying to love somebody that is next to you, you also are giving their time, your attention. You're giving even, you know, financially or whatever. But love is expressed through giving, okay? So when we say that God wants us to be givers, we're actually sharing the love that he has for us to another person. So you have to, to be able to love someone, you have to be a giver, God was a giver. God is a giver. The most famous verse in the Bible <laughs> that probably everybody knows is, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He demonstrated his love by giving Jesus. That's why in this season we're celebrating Christmas. But it's not only about the trees, it's not only about the decorations, it's not only about the gifts. It's to be able to understand that we're celebrating and we're full of joy because Jesus was born. He was given to us by the Father. And because of that, because of the sacrifice that he did, is the, the reason why we can have a relationship with God. That's why you can come to him in his presence. That's why you can pray. That's why you can ask him. It's because he was a giver. And he demonstrated his love by giving his son. And then he was born. And, and the rest is history. So if God was a giver, then how much more 
We need to do that. This Christmas gift more, I don't know if you, I put it again because if you take a look at the bulletin, in the background, the first thing that you see is gifts. But look the, what is on the background. It's Jesus Christ in a manger. You, you can check it out on your, on your bulletin a little bit closer. But this is his gift. Jesus was the first Christmas present ever. Think about that. And think that right now we celebrate Christmas and we don't give any gifts to, to Jesus. <laughs> we give gift to all of us. We celebrate that. I think uh, I shared with you last week that uh, there was a study that says that in the Hispanic community in the United States, 99% of the Hispanics celebrate Christmas. So we, we love to party. <laughs> but when they ask the same people is what is the thing that um, represents Christmas the most, it was gifts. And most of them, only 17% knew the story of Jesus Christ. Imagine that, only 17% knew the story of Jesus Christ. Um, so, so we have to make sure that we're not in the same uh, statistics. We need to make sure that we know that this season is all about Jesus Christ. And, and it goes way beyond that. Because of his gifts, now we can have eternal life with him. Because this is, this is what I want you to know. Everything that you're living right now is so sudden. Like, the Bible describes it like it's, it's, it's just like taking breath in and out. That's how it is. But we're going to spend eternity with God. And because of this beautiful gift is the only reason why we can we can't do that. So Jesus is more, more than a gift. It's, it's our everything for us. And that's why it's so important to just to be rejoicing in this season and celebrate that Jesus was born. And just like Angel said last week, because he was born, then he was able to die for all of us. So keep that in mind. Number two is that it's better to give than to receive. <laughs> you probably heard this a thousand times, right? It's better to, and you're like, yeah, no, I don't know if, if that's true or not. You know who came up with that saying, by any ways, by any chance? Do you know who said it? Jesus. Let me just show you that. It says, In all things I have shown you that working hard in uh, this way. Let me read it this way. I'm getting old, so. <laughs> in all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Let me tell you this. When you give, you are being part of the solution. Sometimes, and, and this happens a lot in, in my country, in Colombia, it's like people love to fix the country just in discussions, right? Like, oh, if, if we had this president, or if we, you know, the government wasn't this way, or like we love just to, to talk about it. But nobody does anything about it. <laughs> Like, it's is, is part of our nature, too. And I'm saying all these things so you can 
Um, ask God if, if there is something that needs to be changed inside of you. Maybe this is the time where you do a before and after for Christmas seasons. That you decide, okay, I'm going to change my ways. And I'm going to trust God in what he's saying. Do you know that you were made to give? God made you to give. Let me just show you this really quick. When you give, when you're generous, every time you do that, it produces dopamine. Dopamine is something that goes in your brain that makes you feel happy, that that makes you feel joy. And they did a study that uh, I think it was in the University of Stanford, uh, a person called Amy Campbell. Um, She did a study with a, a lot of people, and they put a lot of things in them and everything, and they found out that every time somebody gave, then dopamine was produced. So in our DNA, by God, we're made to be givers. Look, look at the benefit that she discovered in the same study. It says, you, you uh, better well-being, so meaning um, your health is, is much better on a generous person. More empathy. You have better relationships. Um, you suffer less from depression. Live longer, you're happier, and you have a better quality of life. So I don't know you, but I, I want to have all those benefits. I want to be able to experience all that. And the way to do it is by giving. Let, let me tell you a little, bit, a little secret. If you suffer from depression, there is nothing better than to give. To give time, to give energy. And that's why yesterday was so, such a, a beautiful moment. Let me tell you a couple of stories. One of them is we, we had a person that came and volunteered in the kitchen. Uh, she's from this church. She lives, she's very lonely. She lives by herself. She had a stroke in July. And, and the recuperation has been very, very tough, especially because she doesn't have any uh, around her. And she was yesterday uh, struggling a little bit, um, you know, trying to um, be standing up and everything. And I said, you know, we already prepared all the food. It's fine. You can go home and rest, please. And then she goes, no, I want to be here. I, I know this is so good for me. It's, it's, it's such a, um, a, a healing process for me in this moment, not only physically, but internally. Just she, she, she continued to pick through this door. She was in the kitchen. She continued to pick to see Matt playing with all the kids and all the excitement that was going on and all, everything that was happening. And every time she did that, you can see a smile on her face. If you suffer from depression or being lonely, there is no better solution than just give. When you do, you are the one that is also being blessed. Now, let me tell you this. A giver is not only blessing somebody else, okay? He's not only being blessed themselves, but this is what the study found. That the person that witnesses a generous person also produces dopamine. So, 
you are also being an example to those around you. You are blessing those that you're seeing, but you're also blessing those that maybe you're not seeing. I don't know if Matt knew the story about the lady here, but what he did was also having an effect on this lady. And she was also producing dopamine. He was full of joy. So whenever you give, you might be blessing other people that you have no idea. So that's why we have, if we want to make a, a difference, if we want to change everything that is going on around uh, this, this place, this time, there is nothing else better that you can do to be generous. Generous with everything that God has given you because he made you that way and you're going to reap also the benefits. So keep, keep that in mind. And then I want to, I want to uh, the third point, I want to close and take a little bit of time on this, is that generosity is not only the act of giving, it's a way of living. And, and I want you to, hopefully you can step out of here and have some time with God. Because something that I found out is that if I don't have a plan, then I do whatever comes next. But whenever I ask God to show me or, or, or just to, to, to guide me in places where I can be generous, guess what? Plenty of opportunities come in front of me, and I know that God is opening those doors so that I can step into it. So when, when, when we're talking about giving, it's not only because of the season. It's not only because of the gift. It's something that God wants you to be every single day of the year. It's an attitude. It's, it's something that is part of you. It's, it's the way that who you are. Let me tell you this, good actions. Sometimes people think that they can be good people because of their good actions. But in reality, it's the values that we have inside of us that will produce good actions that will make that person a good person. So, so it's not only giving because a lot of people can give. It's a matter of the heart. What are your intentions? What is really what you want to do with your life? What is God putting inside of you? What is he leading you to? And step in faith in that. Um, there is something amazing that happened that um, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit crazy. I, I, I feel that God wants us to do something. And, and I say, yes, let's go ahead and do it. And everybody's like, how are we going to do it? And I don't know, but let's go ahead and do it. We'll figure it out during the way. And God always, time after time, he blesses us so much just because we have the courage to do it. So let me show you what, what God has uh, in his Bible. This is Proverbs. This, is, this book is, um, if you want to gain, gain wisdom in your life, read this book. Uh, it has 31 chapters. You can read one each day of the month, and it's such a blessing. Look what it says, Proverbs 21, 26. It says, some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. Now, let me, let me break it down for you. In this society right now, what everybody wants is more. You never get satisfied. Let me tell you a story of my life. <laughs> um, I, I, maybe 10 years ago, um, 
You know, we always had this dream, the American dream, <laughs> to be able to buy a house. And, um, you know, everything at work was going so well. Uh, I was working in an electronic company here in the, in the Silicon area, and everything was going so good, and, and we were able to purchase a house. But I don't know if you remember, during those days, that's when the prices of the houses went all the way down. Well, when I bought the house, it was at the peak, at the top. I could, like, the person that sold it could not sell it any more higher than the price that he sold it to me. Uh, because then everything, just, just uh, you know, months later, everything started going down. And, uh, but this is the experience that I had. That when I went to the house, you know, I, I was so happy seeing this house. Yes, I made it. And I go and I stand in front of it and I see it. And then I see my old Honda car next to it. I'm like, no, this car doesn't go with the house. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? I went and purchased, this is all before knowing God. <laughs> I went and purchased a BMW convertible. Now that car goes with the house. But it was an old one. So the tires were, were bad. So I purchased the house. And I had to purchase them the car. Then I had to purchase the tires. Then the sound wasn't a good sound for that car. We need a better sound for that car. It wasn't worthy of that car. So we purchased another system for the sound. And it went on and on and on. And guess what? Less than a year later, I lost the house. But I was able to realize that if we're not careful... The only thing that we want is more and more and more. And you're not able to see and appreciate everything that you have. Because you never know, you one day may lose it. So appreciate all the blessings. And this is what, what the, the second part of the verse says. It says, but the godly love to give. Now, when I read that word is... I associate that word with God only, okay? Because he can only be godly. That's, that's what I had. So how can you say that we can give, uh, we can be godly? And this is the definition. It says, godly, the ones that live accordingly, accordingly to the desires of God. Oof. It should be all of us. We should, all of us, all of us should strive to be able to do the desires of God. That's what makes you godly, is that you are aligning your life with the desires of God. So God allows us or share with us or, or just in a way he allows us to live a godly life, but we have a say into that. Because we can be Christians, you can believe in God, but your values and your actions don't demonstrate that. That's why giving and being generous is a way of life. Not only for this season, but for every season. We have to change the way that we are. And guess what? God will only tell you to do something that is going to be good for you. And you can trust God in everything that he says. So if he says 
that you will be blessed by being godly, by putting into actions what God has telling you to do, then you'll be blessed. And then everything in your life will depend on God and what he wants for our lives. And there is no better way to live than that way. That's why generosity is not only a sermon today. It's not only a message. Generosity is something that I want you to consider, especially if you struggle with that. Um, I, I came from a country that is not blessed as much as here in the United States financially. So, um, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of struggles uh, in that. So when I came here to the United States, I was only 18 years old. And I wanted to buy everything. And guess what? My first visit was to a Sears store. <laughs> um, I, got, I just got married with my wife, Claudia, and uh, we needed a set of uh, pot, uh, pots to be able to cook. And then I went to Sears, and we purchased that. And then the lady in the, in the counter said, but do you know... <laughs> That if you apply for a credit card, you can get 10% off from this price. I'm like, yes, let's get 10%. Let's apply for a credit card. I was approved like for $7,000, which, you know, 30 years ago was a lot of money. I ended up leaving Sears with the pots and a big screen TV. <laughs> One of those old ones. Um, because our tendency is always try to get more and more and more. Even at work, how can you escalate, how you can go to the next step? And we don't, we don't stop to be able to reflect how God has been in our lives. He has been so good. He has blessed us so much. I don't know if I have told you, but one cup of coffee here in the United States feeds a, one of the elders in Colombia. One cup of coffee feeds for one week one of the elders in Colombia. And that's why I also am so happy that you guys um, are part of what we're doing. These are some of the, from, from uh, a few months ago when Angel went to Colombia and visited some of the elders and some of the kids that, that we have there. Um, they, they, you, they sit in a place every Wednesday to worship God. Nothing like what we have here. But you can see their hearts and how much love there is for God in that place. And these are some of the kids that were also feeding during the week. Uh, this is Angel, Angel purchasing all the food that we're getting. And all this, I want to tell you, you are being part of that story. You are in that supermarket buying that food. Because every time you give to NBC... 10% goes to missions. And that 10% uh, for missions, we support different many missionaries, which um, we also highlight one every month. I, I want you to learn more about them. But uh, Angel is one of those uh, persons that is being supported by this church. And what you're giving is having an impact with them in Colombia, with the elderly and also with the kids. Um, this, I, I don't know if you can see the, the smile um, on, on, on this face, but he is a person that could not walk to go to this place.
he didn't want to miss one day. He wanted to be there. And there were people that were willing to step up and just carry him. And you are that person. You can be that person. I'm not saying only in Colombia, but in the, in the place around you. With the family that you have. With everything that God has put in front of you. By being a giver, a generous person. You're helping somebody being carried. So that they can go and meet God. And they can experience the love of God. There is nothing better. There is nothing that brings a smile to God's face. That when we are a generous person. Because we are fulfilling the desire and the purposes that he has for us. Remember, he made us to be able to be givers. And if we don't do that, it's like we're missing an opportunity. We're missing a command. We're missing something that we were made of. So not only this Christmas, but especially during this Christmas, um, I want you to uh, encourage you. There's still some cards left for the kids. And if you're taking some of those, the only thing that you need to do is put the donation. We're, we're giving $20 for each kit. Putting the donation in an envelope and just say, Kids for Colombia. Or if you want to do it for the elders, for the grandparents and grandfathers, just put uh, elders for Colombia. Just put that in an envelope. You get to keep this card and put it on your Christmas tree. And just think about them and, and pray for them. Because what we're doing uh, financially, what we're going, doing in actions, is ultimately because we want them to know God. The same God that we have been able to know and experience. So if you want to do that, go ahead and grab at the end of the service one of these cards. Um, and then just bring that donation to the church. And then um, we'll be able to send that uh, money over there. What we're doing with the $20 is the following. Uh, I told you last week, but let me remind you in case you're, you're here, uh, you were not here last week. For the kids, we're doing a special Christmas celebration. It's going to be awesome. They already start decorating everything, and it looks amazing, and they have so beautiful plants. And each kid is not only going to get a gift, it's going to get two, three gifts to be able to have this Christmas. And why this is important is because kids, you know, Christmas, the joy is when they get to open presents. And um, some of these kids, they don't get to open presents. So what you're doing is, is something that they don't get to experience too much in Colombia. So uh, we're going to do that, do a celebration. Uh, we're going to have a party on, on, on the last week of December, and it's going to be awesome. And then for the elders... They, they don't, when, when we start asking, they didn't want any gifts. What they wanted is to spend time in relationships. So what we're doing with the elders is we're taking them on a field trip. Next week, I'll be able to show some pictures next Sunday on how everything went. But they're going to a, a vacation home uh, outside of the city. And we have something beautiful prepared for them for the whole day. And the highlight, I think, is we also hire a, a musical group with four guitars and everything. And, and they just want to sit there and listen the songs that they were able to listen when they were kids. Una uh, serenata, you tell in Colombia. So just, it's, it's a, they're going to have a beautiful time and, you know, we're going to provide them with a lot of things. So you can also be part of that. 
So um, just let's make a difference. Let's, let's make a difference, not only this Christmas, but in your life. So with that, let me just pray. Father, you have been so good. I just look at all the blessings. Not only materially, but um, also with people around us. And how you have protected us as well from, from relationships that maybe were not the best. And how you have blessed us with the the people, the family that we have around. Allow us not to uh, dismiss that. Allow us not to become a, an everyday habit that, that we don't even realize the people that we have next to us. Allow us to really count our blessings and to be able that, to know that you are part of that, that you are in control of everything that happens in our lives. That is not our jobs. It's not our, you know, the, the, the money that we got from families. Or it's you. You had everything planned for our lives. And just allow us to be thankful. And the first step to be thankful is to be generous. So allow us to be generous to those that are around us. Allow us to love the people that are next to us. Allow us to give more time, more words, more, um, more um, presence um, to those that, that, that are next to us. Allow us to spend time and just be present in the moment. And just to be able to enjoy everything that you have given us. Lord, you tell us that you're making a change in us. You're transforming our lives. You tell us not to settle for the things of this world but instead to renew our minds with everything that you have and you're telling us. Allow us to make a change. Give us the courage to be people that represent you in a beautiful way. Allow us to be people that are generous and that share your love to those that are around us. Allow us to make a difference here in our home, here in our city, and over there in other places where we can also be a blessing to others. Thank you for everything that you're giving us. Thank you for everything that you have gave us. Thank you for everything that you will give us. And we bless you and we with joy say amen.